Hi again, I'm Melanie Hirshhorn, the digital content creator and marketing strategist and coach for women business owners. And welcome back to another episode of VIP Access. VIP stands for Visibility, Impact, Profit. And this podcast will get you inspired and fired up about content creation and marketing yourself and your brand. Each week, you'll get marketing and mindset strategies, actionable tips, and the motivation you need to land more clients, nurture your leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. We also go behind the scenes with powerful women in business to discuss strategies, messaging, and more. My mission is to empower you to stop spinning your wheels and to make your mark with your marketing. Ready to wow your ideal client and create a community of raving fans? Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, and welcome back to VIP Access. I'm Melanie Hershorn. Today, I'm chatting with Veronica Haddenbaugh. She's on a mission to help entrepreneurs communicate with clarity, authenticity, and authority so that they no longer wonder what to say to attract their ideal clients and grow their businesses. Hint, that's why she's on the show with us today. As a social worker turned messaging strategist, and there's a long, interesting story behind that. We're going to get to it a bit later. Veronica's actually always been acutely aware of the power of our words. And so I am super excited to bring her on today. So welcome. I'm so happy you're here, Veronica. Yes, Melanie. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. I'm so thrilled because we were in what I like to call a business incubator together. I don't even know if that's really what it is. And then every time I say that to my husband, he says, I don't know what that is. (laughs) What do you mean you don't know what a business incubator is? Anyway, so we have had the opportunity to really be in the back end of each other's businesses and kind of know that what's going on. And so thank you so much for being here. Yes, I love it. I'm so excited for this conversation. It's always such a great topic that gets me really excited. Yes. And that's what we basically focus on on this podcast all the time. So you are just perfect for our listeners. Now, I want to hear the social worker turned messaging strategist story, which if I could write that story, I would say you were working with your clients and you realized that one of the problems with families is that they don't communicate, but I just made that up. So what's the real story? I wish it was that profound. (laughs) It's really not. I went to school for, for social work and specifically worked with youth who are in crisis. And so a lot of my job revolved around helping youth who were in trouble with the law for one or many reasons, right? And often also had a mental health diagnosis of some kind. So there, mm-hmm. there was kind of these multiple things going on. And it was an amazing job. I learned a lot and really grew as a person and hopefully made an impact. So that's ultimately the goal. One of the side pieces of my job was that it could be quite violent at times and wasn't always a physically safe environment to be in. And so after I had my daughter, she was maybe three or four months old, my first daughter, I should say, now that I have more than one. After I had my first daughter, she was three or four months old. And I knew that looking for a job back in that space and continuing to work in that industry was not going to be a good fit for me. 
However, I did know that communication has always been one of my strengths. And I, I wish I could say I had it all planned out and I knew where I was going. That is not the case. We never do. Yeah. I don't think anybody has it planned out really. No, no. And there's no way, even in my wildest dreams, I could have imagined being where I am today. But the one thing that I knew I could take, and this is almost to your story, not quite as profound though, was the fact that communication was always a strong point for me and helping people getting on someone's level, like helping them to understand me, right? And vice versa, right? Being able to understand them and helping them to break those things down. And so I Googled one day how to make money online, right? And the first thing that came up was blogging. And I said, well, I'm a communicator. I'm great at helping people think and and helping people to communicate and connect. So I started a blog. Here we are going on six years later, and it's kind of spiraled into this whole thing now. I love that. And I think we should go in a little bit deeper because you were talking to kids in crisis and you said many of whom had mental health issues as well. So they don't want to talk to you. They don't want to hear a word you're saying. And yet you were able to get them to hear you. Yeah. It was really interesting, Melanie. I have to say like what I, in the moment, right? This is all hindsight is 2020. So in the moment I wasn't noticing any of this, but as I look back on those times, I realized that I was really being shaped for where I am today. Because as business owners, when we go out into a sometimes very crowded, very busy, very loud marketplace, it can be challenging to capture the attention of people who genuinely need what we have to offer. I mean, the same was true for me, when I was working with these youth, they needed, right, truly needed some of the things that we had to offer them. But there was this wall, there was this barrier between me and them because of a lack of trust. One of my first jobs as a social worker, youth worker, and as a business owner is to establish trust. Because if, if we're not able to make that connection, If you and I were having a conversation and I'm trying to present my offer to you, but there's no trust between us, you have no reason. Like, why should I listen to you? You're not getting my credit card number. Right. You're not getting my credit card number. You're not like, why should I trust you? Why should I listen to you? Why should I connect with you? And ultimately, at the core of all of that, both with the youth that I worked with and now as a business owner, I see this to say to still be true is do you truly get me? Mm. Do you truly get me? Do you truly even care about me? Or are you just here for yourself? That's one of the things my kids used to say to me all the time because they're really good. Kids in general, but especially in crisis, are really good at pushing your buttons. And so they would say things like, oh, you're just here for a paycheck. As if that's what I would do, right? If I wanted a paycheck, I, that's, I used to want to tell them like, yeah, I was like, this is not what I would do. <laughs> like, no, I could, I could make more money doing like garbage pickup actually better benefits. That's right. That's right. You know, but anyway, that didn't matter to them. Again, having like fighting back with them wasn't the way to get to them. They would say things like, you're just here for a paycheck. You're just here because you want to go home and make your money and be with your family and all those kinds of things. But our customers sometimes feel the same way, maybe not as overtly, but when they hear our messaging and see our offers and listen to our launches and all of these things, they might be thinking, yeah, but like, that's, what's in it for you. What's in it for me? Right. Exactly. What's in it for me. Let's highlight that because what's in it for me is really what we're all thinking. When we hit your webpage, when we open up your Instagram page, what's in it for me. So if you're just standing and talking about yourself, yes, it's not going to resonate with your ideal client. Let's talk then messaging. Do you have some great tips for how people can make their messaging show 
trust yes. and show that they know, hey, I'm really here to tell you that I know that you want to know what's in it for you. So here yes. I am to tell you it. Well, there's kind of six key questions that I always talk to my clients about that you want to have a, like answered somewhere in your messaging and in your copy and really understanding that if you're answering these questions, these are the six kind of questions that your ideal client has, whether they know it or not. These are the six questions that they have internally. And as they're reading your stuff, this is what they're asking. So if you know this in advance, you can make sure that you're answering these questions. So if you're listening to this, I want you to either pause us or go get a pen, your cell phone, because if you write down these six questions and keep them near your computer or wherever you create content, this is going to be an opportunity for you to answer these kind of questions that your your clients are asking. So the first one is, do you understand my struggle? Ah. Like, and really in this one, they're not looking for a surface level. You want to lose weight or you want a better business or you want to write a book. They really want to know that you deeply understand and can empathize with where they're at today. And I love the question, what keeps them up at night Mm -hmm. to go a little bit step further, because it's true. You don't lie in bed going, I just want a bigger business or I want a better business. You lie away going, how am I going to pay my water bill? Yeah. And I I say that that same question of what keeps them awake at night. The other way that I like to think about that is what's the underlying soundtrack always repeating in their head. When they are eating breakfast, the track is playing. When they are, you know, working at their computer, the track is playing. Maybe it's not the front of their mind, but it's that underlying track that's always playing for them, right? And if you can really get into the head of your ideal client and understand that level of the inner conversation that they are having with themselves around your product or your offering, and you can breathe that back to them in your copy, in your messaging, and on your pages that's the very beginning of hooking them in to say, oh, okay, like Melanie gets me, you know, Melanie gets me, right? One of the questions I always go for when I'm creating content is for them to say, how did she know I was thinking that? Mm. And if you can get in their head and do that, that's brilliant. Yes. Yes. The second question, just because it just goes right on off of there is, can you help me get where I want to be? And you'll notice here that those two questions together are there before and after, Do you understand my struggle is where they are today in their before state? And can you help me get where I want to be is, do you know where I want to go? And can you help me get there? (laughs) Um, If you're plugging an address into your GPS, my husband and I have a son when we're sitting in the car, he's like, I know how to get there. I'm like, why don't you just put it in the GPS so that I know that you know how to get there? (laughs) And so it's like, can you actually get me where I want to be to my husband in the car? For us, that's a playful conversation. But for our our audience, this is a real thing. This is something that could potentially change their lives. And so they want to know that you are on the other side or you can get them to the other side. And that helps to build that trust as well. And let me ask a question, because sometimes you hear, well, people tell you what they want, but then you give them what they need. Hmm. So how does that fall in right there? Because I think that's a bit of a bait and switch. I don't really love that. Yeah. So here's what I'll say to that. I think that it's true with more context. Fair enough. So it's not so much that you say, I'm going to give you this and you kind of dangle the carrot and then they come into your offer and then you're giving them apples and lettuce, right? Like it's like they need to actually get the carrot. I think the, uh, the more true way of representing that statement is tell people what they want and then give them what they want and what they need. You're giving them what they want because at the end of the day, people buy things based on their desires, right? Based on the outcomes. But oftentimes they don't know what they don't know. 
right? And so they don't realize that on the back end of what they want, there's a much fuller picture, right? And so we can give them here, I'm going to give you that carrot, but also here's the rest of your salad, right? I'm a, I'm a really visual person, Melanie, as you can't notice. We're going to give them what they want, but also what they need. I love that. Okay. So now we know the first two. Now, you know, the first two, the third one, and I think this is so key. And a lot of people skip this is how do you help me get there? The last one is, can you help me get there? And this one is, okay, how? And a lot of times there's like some, some scarcity stuff that goes on around here where people are like, I don't want to tell my process publicly. I don't want to share exactly how I do it. Cause one, what if they go do it themselves? And two, what if someone just copies it? Well, I have the answers for that because one, if they do it themselves, they're probably not going to do it as well. And they're, you're not, not your ideal client. And two, if somebody copies you, that's a little bit flattering, but still they can't be (laughs) you because you are unique. 100%. I have had this conversation with clients where they like, they will say that exactly what you just said. They know the answers, but when I read their content, they, I can tell that they don't believe the answers because they are, are scared or feel intimidated about putting their signature process out there. They're scared of it. Cause what if I don't get enough clients? What if people don't like, they want to keep this as their best kept secret where my position is share your best stuff, share your process. And the people who are like, I love that. I need that. I don't want to do that myself are going to be your best clients anyway. And I know for me, when I transitioned from saying just the, from where you're coming, like the point A, point B to actually saying, here's how it built so much trust with people. They're like, now that's something that I can buy into. That's the process that I want and actually increased my conversions rather than decreasing them. I always give the example of standing on one side of the Grand Canyon. So you're standing on one side and you're like looking over and you're like, I want to get to the other side. And I come up to you and I go, Hey, Melanie. I'm going to take you to the other side of the Grand Canyon. And you're like, okay. I'm like, come on, let's go. And you're like, no, no, no. Hold on. First, tell me how are you going to throw me off? Are you going to take me in a plane? Like, how are you getting me over there? The way that for me to build trust and actually get you to come with me is to say, oh, look, my, my helicopter is right there. Here's my license. You know, I'm licensed to fly a helicopter and I'd love to give you a tour over. You're like, okay, cool. Let's go. But if I'm not telling you how, and I'm keeping it a mystery, you're like, I don't really trust you to go with you because I have no idea what's next. That's right. And all the testimonials in the world will not help answer that question because often they say, I loved working with Veronica. She was amazing. I highly recommend her. Right. Pretty vague. (laughs) Pretty vague. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure it's true, but, (laughs) but pretty vague, not helpful for my ideal client to make a buying decision. And it doesn't instill any more trust. Like, great, that person trusted you, but I still have no idea why. And so how do you help me get there is one, if you can answer this question in your content, you are going to see more people raising their hand saying, hey, I'm interested in that process. Because at the end of the day, they're not buying you. As much as we like to think like they're coming in for my expertise. Yes, but they're buying your process to the transformation that they want. So now that we are halfway through, I feel so much smarter. So let's keep going. <laughs> so the fourth question, I mean, this one could really be the all-encompassing one, but I do want to note it separately is, can I trust you? This is where, once you've done those first three, this is where testimonials, social proof, case studies, you know, anything else that you could bring in, even like the trust bar on your website with the logos of places that you've been featured, any of those kinds of pieces can help to instill that piece of, oh, this is a legit person and a legit business, right? So again, all these questions answer, can I trust you? But I want to note that one separately because it really does, you know, there's some extra things you can do there to push that trust forward. Okay. 
Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. So the fifth one, what does success look like? People miss this one all the time. Yeah. That's the transformation. How am I going to be after? Yes. And what can I expect my life to look like when I'm done this process? is a really, really valuable. Again, people always say, I can help you. You know, it's going to be so great. We're going to work together. And maybe they sprinkle in some of the results, but they, they're not very clear on what does success look like for the person who implements the process or who gets those photos done or gets that makeover, right? What does success look like? How will they know to check off their box to say, all right, I was successful. Really, really important. As humans, we want to be successful. So being clear on what that looks like is really huge. And the last one here is what should I do next? This is your good old call to action. I was just auditing a website for a client a couple of days ago, and I got to the end of her, what is supposed to be her sales page on her website, and there was no clear call to action. She did a great job answering the other five questions. And this is not a hit against my client, by the way, we've all done this in some way or another, but being explicit on like, this is your next step. This is how you get access to all five of these things that I've just walked you through. What do I do next? And really outline that in like, Stupid, simple detail, right? right? We make assumptions as entrepreneurs that if I just build the most amazing thing, people will just flood into it. And we're very quickly shown that that's not the case. We need to tell people exactly what they need to do to get access to this amazing offer that we're, we're providing for them. Absolutely. It's like I say to a lot of my clients, they've written a book and then they're waiting yes. for people to buy it. Well, why don't we come up with a great content strategy? Tell the people that it's there. Yes. Using the wonderful messaging suggestions that you have just given us, it makes it so much simpler than just kind of throwing things out and hoping for the best. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the internet is a very big place. If you're waiting for someone to just magically land on your website, probably not going to happen. But the good news there is that we can help people and we can guide them by, again, answering these six questions, but then being very clear. I mean, action step that everybody can take today, whether you're an author, business owner, whatever you do, go and actually post explicitly about your offer right now. Just go and actually say, hey, this is my book. This is what it's about. This is who it's for. Here's where you can buy it. Here's the link to Amazon, right? Like give an explicit offer. Business owners in general, authors, I'm sure this is exactly the same. Just don't promote their stuff enough, right? Because of this fear of, I don't want to be too salesy. I don't want to put myself out there. I don't want, you know, all of these pieces. And my encouragement to you is people are not seeing it. So go put yourself out there, go put your stuff out there to serve the people that you created it for. And I'm going to take that a step further because people will post about their book, but then it goes into the trust factor. Yes. Post about you and how that book works with your business or with your mission so that you're not just like, Hey, I wrote a book, click here to buy it. It's more about, Hey, I wrote a book. Here's how it's going to benefit you. Give a cool transformation, make your life better. And now click to buy it. (laughs) Answer the six questions. The last one being now go click to buy it. (laughs) Click to buy. Exactly. So speaking of calls to action, how can people learn more about you and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have a secret podcast actually called Uplevel Your Messaging. And so this is a four episode podcast that you can get veronicahodenbot.com forward slash podcast, right? And you can listen to that. And that actually, those four episodes will help walk you in more detail through some of the things we've talked about today, how to get clear on your ideal client, how to talk to them in your messaging and really to up-level your messaging. So that's where you can connect with me. 
Oh my gosh. I love that. Veronica, thank you so much for spreading all your amazing knowledge with us today. Thank you, Melanie. It's been so great being here. You've written a book. Now what? If you're ready to implement a simple content marketing strategy to create buzz around your book and your brand, schedule your free sparkles and strategy call with me, Melanie Hirshhorn at contentstrategycall.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of VIP Access. We can't let the fun end here. To find out how engaging your content is, take the content quiz at mycontentquiz.com. Plus, you're invited to join our private Facebook group at vipdigital.live slash community, where you'll get live trainings and other great tips all about digital marketing. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. This tells iTunes that you found the show helpful and they'll share it with more women business owners just like you. Thank you so much for listening.